Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. We are starting a brand new series this starting today and I am very very happy that we're going into this series. I believe it's something that although it's going to be a reflection back on the kingdom of Israel it does have some correlation to us today that we can apply in order for us to be better. And this uh, this series is going to, is going to be called Doomed to Repeat. Doomed to Repeat. <clears throat> uh, when you hear the word doom, one of the things you think about is uh, con condemned to certain destruction or death and likely to have an unfortunate and inescapable outcome, ill-fated outcome. So it's doomed. I mean, this is a path that you're going to go on. And as we talk about this series, we're going to be bringing out this aspect as it pertains to the children of Israel going from Egypt to the promised land and the things that happened while they were in there. This episode, the first episode, is going to be entitled The Beginning. Because this is the start of when they got to the, per, the point of promise. So we want to talk about this today. Is, is the fact is that God will keep his promises because he is faithful. And because God is faithful, we can build our faith and our courage by drawing near to God through his word and the promises, the principles, the precepts that are in that word to help us to become more like Christ. We're going to be in Joshua, the first chapter today, and we'll see how, how long we go. Uh, I don't believe it's going to be long, but we're going to go as long as necessary. Joshua was Moses's chief of staff, his personal assistant. He was the chief of the uh, military. Joshua was one of the ones that uh, came all the way from Egypt and had made it all the way through. Of all the millions of people that started off coming out of Egypt, only two, well, did they run, did 300, only two made it all the way up to this point. And Joshua is one of those persons. In fact, Joshua, starting at the first chapter, Joshua is now being elevated to be the leader of the nation of Israel. Joshua, the first chapter, the first verse says it like this. He says, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, this is the English Standard Version, the Lord said to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise, go over this Jordan, you and all this people, into the land that I am giving to them, to the people of Israel. Every place that the sole of your feet will tread upon, to. I have given to you, just as I promised to Moses. From the wilderness and this Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, 
all the land of the Hittites to the great sea toward the going down of the sun shall be your territory. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. Just as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you or forsake you. And let's take a quick little stop right there. And I want to point this out. Moses has led them for all these years up until this point. And Moses now has passed away. Moses was a great leader. And so they were going, they are going through their 30 days of mourning. And now the time has come for them to move on. And as we look at this, we can see that God is communicating with Joshua. And he's saying, listen, Moses is dead. Now it's your time. Now I need you to get up. I need you to stop mourning, stop grieving, and to begin to focus on what our mission is. Our mission is to go to the land that I have promised Moses. And he's, and he's saying some encouraging things. He's saying, listen, nothing has changed. Only, uh, wherever you put your feet in this land, that's going to be your land. It's going to go as, as, as far this way, far that way, far. I mean, he's saying, I'm, I'm giving you all this land. So don't be discouraged. He's saying no man should be able to stand before you all the days of your life. And he says, just as I was with Moses... So will I be with you. I will not leave you, nor will I forsake you. So Joshua, you're good. We just need you to go forward and lead the people. Then God says this. Verse number six, he says, be strong and courageous. For you shall cause this people to inherit the land that I swore to their fathers to give them. Remember I said there's only two people that were from that started out in Egypt that are now at this point. There's only two. So God saying the promise that I gave is still a good promise. But I need you to lead them. I need you to example for them. I need you to push them. I need you to be an encourager to them that this is going to happen. So in 6, it says, be strong and courageous. Then he goes into verse 7. It says, only be strong and very courageous, being careful to do according to all the law that Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may have good success wherever you go. So he said it in the sixth verse. Be strong and uh, uh, courageous. Says it in the seventh verse. Only be strong and very courageous. So sometimes when we are, God is directing us to do something. Sometimes we feel the inadequacy that is a result of things that we have gone through in our lives. Some of the things that folks have said to us. Some of the things that we are saying to ourselves. Sometimes our self-talk or our inner voice is more damaging to us than anything else that anybody around us can say. Our self-talk sometimes puts us in a position 
whereby we cannot move forward. But God is, he's, he's saying, listen, just be strong. Just be courageous. Go ahead. You can do it. It is a promise I've made to you. It is a promise I've made to your fathers. Go forward. But your inner voice is saying, but it doesn't look like I can go forward. I can't see going forward. Uh, look what all, and, 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 and you start making up all these reasons that it can't happen at the same time when God says, I'm in you and I already prepared the way for you. I just need you to move in this direction. So I want to encourage you that are listening is when God says go, begin to move. Even in the midst of all the negativity that's trying to pull you and to keep you from going forward. Continue to go. When you trust in the Lord and you try not to lean on your own understanding, the Bible says that he will direct your path. He will go ahead and orchestrate it for you. But when you try to lean on that voice, when you try to understand according to how you're thinking, it can cause you to become stagnant or it can cause you to go back. But that's not God's desire for you. He wants you to go forward. He wants you to be successful. He wants you to move in the confines of his declarations and his promises for you. Let's continue on. He says, in verse number seven, being careful to do according to all the law that Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn it, turn from it to the right hand or to the left hand. And if you don't, and if you don't turn, that you may, may have good success wherever you go. So if you lock into what the word of God tells you and tells you how to, to do, how to execute, how to live, and you don't deviate from that, but you continue on that path, you continue to move in that direction, you then will have good success. And I have said before, when God has to say that you'll have good success, that means that there's a potential that you could have bad success. And what would be bad success? Bad success could be that you own a, 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 a very large business, uh, highly, considered highly successful in the business world, but you and your spouse are not getting along, your children uh, don't respect you, uh, th there's some issues going on along with your family, you know, some things are just going crazy, but you got what's considered success. But good success is when everything is operating in harmony and in the oneness that God desires. That's why it's important that we do not try to forsake our family for success. Even as a uh, pastor, one of the things that Paul brings out is you have to be able to rule your house well in order to be uh, a capable, uh, um, effective person and leading the church. Because it's harder for us to 
deal with the people that know our idiosyncrasies, know our deficiencies, and it's easier to deal with those that hold us in high esteem and regard from the beginning. But God says you have to be able to rule your own household well before you try to rule in the house of God. And so then it goes on to verse number eight. This is because this is where it's going to get really, really good. It says the book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. So he says, if you don't turn to the left, you don't turn to the right, you'll have good success. If you meditate on this word of God day and night, the word of God. And I love this part. I like to point this out. Do not let it depart from your mouth. That means it's always in your mouth. You're always quoting scriptures to yourself. You're always speaking life to yourself. You are always keeping the word in the forefront of your vocabulary, your vernacular, whichever way you want to say it. You're always saying the word. You're always proclaiming the word. And then I love this, the next part. He says, but you shall meditate on it day and night. Now, the word meditate, uh, I'm told, is taken from the, the, the philosophy of like a cow who has four stomachs. And what they do is they bring in the grass. The grass goes into the first stomach. It goes through a little process. Then it comes back up and a cow, cow chews on that a little bit more, breaks it down a little bit more. Then it goes into the second, the third and the fourth. So it's, it's like this. I got this word in me, but I'm going to bring it back up into my mouth so I can kind of chew on it a little bit more and then let it drop back down into me. And then it comes up some more. And his, 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 this is this meditation I'm focusing on. I'm constantly got this word going in and out, in and out, in and out that is falling into my spirit and is coming out into my atmosphere, going down into my spirit, going back out into my atmosphere. So I'm constantly focused on the word. One of the things that we know about marketing is the key to marketing is repetition. Have you ever, have you ever, 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 have you ever, ever not heard a uh, old uh, McDonald's or old Burger King or old commercial? You may have told yourself you did not hear it because you probably left the room. But when you heard the music or when you heard a certain saying, it clicked in your mind. Oh, that's just a Burger King commercial. How could you know it was a Burger King or a McDonald's commercial if you weren't even in the room? Because there's certain things that have been repeated in your mind that causes you to make the correlation to that is this type of commercial. That's why it is so important to uh, advertisers that during the Super Bowl, they, they put in all this money so that they can blast out this information about their product. And if you notice, after they do that blast, you'll start seeing after that, you'll start seeing commercials that relate back to 
that big Super Bowl commercial because they now have started the process of you hearing it again and again and again and again. The Bible even brings out the same point. The Bible says it like this. It says our faith cometh by hearing and that hearing is a present participle. It means that a present perfect participle, which means it's going constantly. It doesn't happen just one time. It says faith cometh by hearing and that means over and over and over and over and over and over. So our faith increases as we keep hearing the word of God. And so that was what God is telling Joshua. Do not let this book of the law, do not let this information depart out of your mouth. Meditate on it constantly, day and night. And that way it will make you go through it, allow you to navigate through what you have to go through because it will become the guide to your happenings. The Bible also says that your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. But the word has to be in us in order for it to illuminate so that we can see the direction that we need to go. It says, for as you do that, it will make your way prosperous. And then you will have good success. And then he goes on and he says it like this. He says, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. So whatever inner voice that was trying to mess with Joshua, God saying, listen, didn't I just say? Be strong and a good and a, uh, be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened. Do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. God says, "I'm with you. I am there for you. I am going where you're going. My goal is to achieve the promise that I have made to you and the fathers of the nation." And when we look at this, we see that God is saying, listen, God is faithful to deliver the Israelites in this situation. He's able to deliver us in our situations into the promised land. Now, we know that the, from the stories that we've heard about them, we know that they messed up. They got towed up a couple of times and they repeated some mistakes but God remained faithful God was still faithful to them throughout the whole whole ordeal and in that same way he is always looking to bestow his love and his grace or if he didn't we would surely be doomed we would be doomed because if it wasn't for his love and his grace and his mercy toward us we would be of a bad estate. But just as God delivered them into the promised land based on his faithfulness and his promises, God will also be faithful to us even in our weaknesses. So just like he had to encourage Joshua, Joshua, 
Be strong. Be courageous. Be strong. Be courageous. I won't leave you. If you do this, you're going to be prosperous. You're going to be successful. You're going to have good success. As he says, let this word come out of your mouth. Meditate on it day. And as he's saying all this, God is saying, I'm going to be there for you. Even if you slip, I will be there. And I still have the goal in mind for you. So what we can deduce from this is that when God has a plan for you, that he is going to see his plan through. And we all know that God makes a difference in a situation. (laughs) God makes a difference in situations. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen like the cartoons or something like that where these guys are getting, for instance, these guys are coming to, 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 to bully on this little guy and he's sitting there and he's like, okay, I guess I got to, I guess I got to go through this. I guess I got to go through this. And then he'll be standing there, you know, he'd be like ready to fight him. He'd be shaking, but he'd be ready to fight him. And then all of a sudden you see the bullies, their eyes get all big and they'll be like, oh, okay, 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 okay. And then they'll take off running. And he'll be like, oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But then when they pan out a little bit, you'll see like his big brother standing behind him or, you know, something behind him that caused the, uh, the ones that were getting ready to bully to scare off. That's, I believe that's how God does us. When we stand and we say, okay, you coming against me accomplishing what God has for me to accomplish? All right, let's go forward. Let's, let's get into this. And as you start walking toward them, they start going, you know, running away because... They can see God standing behind you and see that God is for you and realize that if God is for you, there's nothing in the world that can stop you. That's good news right there. But we have to be have meditated on that word day and night. We have to have that word in our mouth. We have to be strong and courageous. We have to have hold on to that word that God has given us like it is all that we have because that is all that we have and we got to be courageous to go into the midst of this fray because God told us to knowing that he's going to keep us in the midst of that situation so I want to close up with this saying that it is so important for us Just like he was telling Joshua, it's important for you to meditate on that word. Make this word something that comes constantly out of your mouth so that it can go into your ears, so it can get locked into your brain. Constantly let that word come out of your mouth. Let the word come out of your mouth and meditate on it. Think about it. Keep it going throughout. Like I said, Take it into your inner being and then put it back out in the atmosphere. We have a, a, a series that we've come up with called the I Am Declarations. And uh, you can go onto our Facebook page and, 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 and do a search through our videos and you'll see the I Am Declarations. I am new. I am abiding. 
I am a royal priesthood. I am equipped. It, we go, we, because being able to declare these things to ourselves based upon the scriptures gives us strength to go forward and to fight the fight of faith. So grab hold of that word. Stand on that word. Trust that God, know that God will not let his word return to him void, but it will do that what he has declared for it to do, that it will accomplish what he has purposed it to accomplish. So when we do this, and when we are operating in this, we won't turn to the left, we won't turn to the right, we'll go in the direction that God has called for us to go in, and we'll stand in every situation. So then we won't be doomed to repeat the failings and the, uh, the fallings of previous people, but we will be the ones that will be totally locked into the direction that God has for us to go in. And listen, it, it doesn't have to be that long. If you take two or three minutes a day just to have a scripture that you pull out and you say, I want to use this as my encouragement scripture. And you just keep saying it to yourself all throughout the day. When you're sitting there and you think you're not doing nothing, just say your scripture again to yourself. Say your scripture out loud so you can hear yourself saying it. And you keep doing that. That scripture becomes a part of your psyche, your inner being. And it then becomes a filter by which when things come at you, it can help move some of that craziness out of your life. So then you can be standing strong and courageous on the word of God. This is just the beginning, the first episode of Doomed to Repeat. I'm excited about this journey we're going to go on. We're going to look at it. We're going to uh, uh, dissect it a little bit so that we can make sure that we are not part of the group that's doomed to repeat negative actions, but that we will hold wholeheartedly on to what the word of God says and act, react, and do all that he has called for us to do. Now, if you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, today is a good day as any for you to accept him. The Bible says it like this. It says, it's once appointed unto man to die. Then the judgment. Then the Bible also says that the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Death is, the final death is total separation from God. Life is being in God's presence for eternity. I, my desire for you and my hope for you is that you will accept eternal life in Christ Jesus. And it's simple as just making the declaration that Jesus Christ is Lord and you desire for him to be the savior of your soul. Romans, the 10th chapter, the 9th verse says it like this. If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. Romans 10, 13 says, if you call upon the name of the Lord, you shall be saved. 
So today, if you do not know, call upon the name of the Lord. Confess with your mouth. Accept Jesus into your heart. And if you have done that today, please let us know at info at GodsHouseCC.com. And we will get you information to help you along the way to be successful in this new journey for your life. Because without God, you're doomed to repeat. You're going to keep having the same issues. You're going to keep having the same problems. You're going to keep having the same letdowns. But when you allow God to assist you and to guide you and direct you, you will have the good success that you desire because he is leading and guiding you. Friends and family, we thank you so much for spending time with us this day. And please, any additional information that you would like to receive about our, our uh, organization, about the events that we're, we're going through uh, and doing, go to our website, www.GodsHouseCC.com, and the information is there for you to peruse and to look at. I just want to tell you this, until next week, God's blessings be upon you in Jesus' name.